Hi everybody, you're listening to 15 in 15, a short series of podcasts commissioned by the Association of Contextual Behavioural Science to promote Worldcon 15 coming up this year in Sevilla in Spain. My name's Richard Bennett and I'll be doing 15-minute interviews with some of the movers and shakers from this year's conference in the service of helping you get the most out of it. Now, if you're going to do a podcast about an organisation's world conference, from a political perspective, it's probably a good idea to give that organisation's president a chance to have his say. So for episode four, I spoke to DJ Moran, the current ACBS president, to help us lift the bonnet, or hood, I think they say in America, of the organisation and find out something about its inner workings. DJ also spoke to me about conferences past and used it as an opportunity to break out some really spectacular Spanish. So hi DJ, it's really nice to speak to you. Happy to be here. Great, so yeah, thanks very much for agreeing to do this. So as you know, we are recording a series of interviews to promote uh, Worldcon 15 and you were on my list uh, principally because of your role as the current ACBS president, but also because you are, you know, you're a person within the community. So um, there may be people that are not aware of you or what the position that you currently hold entails. So maybe a good starting point just for you to give us a bit of a rundown of what all that's about. Sure, happy to do it. I've uh, been a member of the ACBS since the very beginning. I actually met Steve, Kelly, and Robin in 1994. So if the community uh, has been around before ACBS, I've been a part of it uh, for over 20 years. Happy that the ACBS has uh, formed uh, worldwide. We've got over 8,000 members, and I uh, was really fortunate enough and honored to be elected president of the organization. Give us a little insight into that. How does how does that work? How does the election process go, and, and what are your what are your main duties entail? Well, we have a democratic uh, election, and uh, the process starts in February. I believe people are able to um, cast their votes sometime in March. And uh, we have a board that rotates um, every year, depending upon the position. And uh, I was the member at large for a little while. And I was the secretary treasurer uh, prior to becoming president-elect. And uh, we are working on creating a very diverse opportunity for folks to join the leadership of ACBS. And if there are any folks out there that are interested in becoming part of this community and contributing to it from a leadership position, uh, feel free to get in contact with me or the folks at ACBS and cast your name into the ring and let's see how we can get you involved as a volunteer. Okay, that's great. So you've been on the board for a while now, it sounds. Yeah, that's right. I wonder if you could just say a little bit about what the principal responsibilities of the board are. So what what do you see your your role as being well it's it's pretty neat to be in the role of uh, president of uh, being a president of a community of scholars uh, like this one is a fairly simple task because there's so many fantastic people that are part of this community I mean it's a community of professionals dedicated students who care deeply about not only the organization but the vision of the organization which is um, that the ACBS is dedicated to the alleviation of human suffering and the advancement of human well-being through research and practice that's rooted in contextual behavioral science. So if you've got people that are dedicated to that, um, it's not a lot of backbreaking work uh, to be in a leadership position because people are already really motivated to do something. So being a president of this community is uh, it's a simple task. Um, support people's values-based work. The number one reason I particularly wanted to be a part of the board as a president 
was because I spent the last three years as a secretary treasurer prior to getting elected. And uh, with the assistance of the past boards, I helped create an investment policy and uh, process for the ACBS to make sure that the organization would have a strong financial standing, um, especially if a difficult time arises. Uh, after working so hard on that, I wanted to make sure that I was on the board to shepherd that forward. It's not a sexy or fun answer for a podcast, but there are <laughs> things that go on in organizations that aren't all that exciting, but are critical to the group's long-term survival. Um, so I wanted to continue to be a part of that. But thankfully, Andrew Gloucester, who is the current secretary treasurer, is now doing a fabulous job. But for more of an exciting answer, I would say you know, the, the neat thing about being president is I'm surrounded by people who are really committed to reducing suffering and improving quality of living, expanding diversity of the organization, and I get to contribute to their endeavors. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I, you, you alluded to something there that I think is interesting, actually, which is that there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that maybe people uh, who just pitch up at a conference don't necessarily appreciate or um, right. you know, don't really have a, a particular window into. Well, yes, I would say if you're if you've got an organization, and I'm, I imagine most folks who are listening to this understand, ACBS has this idea of values-based dues. If you can just pay what you think it would be worth. We're not collecting an awful lot of money like other organizations do. What that will require is that the work be done by values-based individuals with a values-based mission. People are working for free. There's a lot of volunteer work going on in the ACBS. Now, don't get me wrong. Emily Nealon Rodriguez does an amazing job as the executive director, and she has a staff that is very passionate about this work. But so much of the work that's getting done is done by volunteer committees of professionals, just like many of the people who might be listening to this podcast. So I would encourage folks to just go to contextualscience.org forward slash volunteer and see if there's something that you can check on the boxes that you'll find on that website and see if there's something that you find there that you'd be willing to volunteer for because this organization does a lot of work for the community to make sure that we're setting up a context for other people's careers to thrive and you know some of those careers help the community thrive but it's going to require people really get into the nuts and bolts I'd hopefully uh, over a period of time more people will take some of their own personal time and professional time and dedicate it and donate it to our mission. Yeah, one of the things that, that comes up time and time again as I do more and more of these interviews is is that people will always stress the fact that the community conducts itself in a way that's very consistent with the model itself. So, um, you know, you've already alluded to it there, that the idea of people being very value-driven and very committed in in serving those values. So I guess you're, you know, you're, you're saying the same thing as what I've heard other people say. The organization is the values with committed action. I mean, we, we try to practice what we preach. In fact, further than that, we've even got uh, the community of ACT trainers, uh, folks who have been recognized as as really following through on the values of ACBS as trainers of acceptance commitment therapy and relational frame theory. Um, that group of people is actually going through a process called pro-social, and it is a way to use behavioral science to create stronger, more effective groups. We're actually doing that right now. It, it just shows that 
um, we're really dedicated it so much that we apply it to ourselves. Turning our attention to the to the conference, if we could, I mean, one of the ways of thinking about uh, this sort of regular annual meeting is is that maybe it's an opportunity to kind of take the temperature of the organisation and and see what's see what's what, um, what's current. Um, what would you say about that in terms of if there is a um, if there is a thing that you want to to see at this conference, or if there's a thing that you think this conference should be about, what I'd really like to see, um, and and it and the way I just started, it sounds like it's a it's a test, but it's not so much a test. What I'm eager to see is how ACBS will truly show itself to be a diverse, multinational organization. What I think is going to be really neat this year is we're going to have simultaneous translation of some of the uh, presentations. If I'm remembering correctly, we might actually have a room that's just about, you know, it, the, all, all of the uh, talks are going to be given in Spanish in that particular room. It's this way we're serving the folks who are local. That, that there alone is showing that ACBS obviously cares about having a diverse community. That's one of the important parts of ACBS's mission, to make sure that more and more people can get involved. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what that's like. Just going to a uh, country um, that would be uh, interesting for folks to see. Sevilla is a beautiful town, and I'm really interested in looking at, uh, at how our organization blends into such a context. I think it will be, uh, it'll be an interesting uh, opportunity for everybody. If you show up, uh, you're, you're going to find that it's a very warm community. People are interested in having new individuals to the community get blended into uh, what we're doing. And it's a very inviting organization. Every time I've ever gone to a different country um, with my family to an ACBS conference, it's very welcoming. Everybody who I came with felt invited to be there. Um, so if you're wondering whether or not you should go to ACBS in Sevilla, Spain, um, in a few months, I would say click the button, go ahead and move forward because you will find that our community uh, sets up a context where you will feel very warmly invited into the group. I'm guessing that you've been to a lot of conferences in your time, right? That's true. Yeah, I've been to quite a few. I think most of my family will say, yeah, he goes to conferences almost all the time. So yes, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, inside and outside of ACBS, the, your, your conference history? Yeah, I've, I've been going to ACBS conferences since um, the Second Summer Institute at LaSalle University in Philadelphia. I think that was 2005. Is there anything that you think marks ACBS conferences out from maybe other organizations? You know, is there, it's a crowded marketplace, I guess, in terms of the, the kinds of events that people might want to go to. What, what would be one reason for going to this one? It seems like I'm just trying to sell the idea, but I'm telling you genuinely, honestly, this is a group. It's not a convention where people convene. Um, it's not a conference where people just confer. It's a group of people that actually cares about other people. I make colleagues at other conferences. I make friends at this particular conference with ACBS. I think it is a really important community 
for psychology. I wish more people would join it. I hope that ACBS grows over a period of time. But I just think, and I'm using this word over and over again, but I think it's just very inviting, this community. And I think that's what sets it apart from other ones. I mean, we have these um, ribbons that you put on your name tag. If you go to other conferences, it tells you, you know, that when you get a ribbon, it tells you what station you hold. Are you a president? Are you a you know board member? Have you been a member of this for 10 years? If you go to ACBS, we have ribbons, but they have ribbons that everyone can wear. They're tongue-in-cheek, fun, social kinds of ribbons that, you know, talk about the community, talk about our principles, actually tease, you know, ideas in a humorous way. This is a non-hierarchical group. Anyone who wants to come, I believe, can fit in. And if you're wondering about whether you should be there or not, I would encourage you very strongly to make the bold move and step forward and join us at ACBS. Great. Lastly, I'd like to kind of recognize the fact that we're off to Spain. Um, is there anything that you particularly want to say about Spain or, or, or the people of Spain? Um, you want to bust out some Spanish credentials? Maybe you want to claim yourself as El Presidente? Anything <laughs> you want to say about Spain that, that would uh, you know, give us a flavor of the place that we're, we're all headed to? ¿Qué estoy haciendo para preparar? Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, slow down. Estoy estudiando mi español. Hablo un poco. What I'm saying is, if you're asking me what I'm doing to prepare, I am studying my Spanish. I speak a little bit. Uh, es más fácil para mí hablar español e escuchar. It means uh, I can speak it okay, but I can't listen to it so well. Uh, so, ven a Sevilla. Será un gran experiencia. Come to Seville. It'll be a great experience. Well, you, you, you've laid down some Spanish credentials right there. Gracias. I thought I was doing well. You know, I've, I, I've kind of developed this little sign-off for these um, uh, interviews, which is uh, it's just four words, which is uh, Nos vemos en Sevilla. Nice. But, you know, I feel, I feel like I'm in the shade now. But that, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I applaud your efforts, DJ. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to everybody and to promote the idea of uh, ACBS Conference in Sevilla. It's really going to be a great time. I look forward to seeing everyone there. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you, and I thank you very much. And I look forward to seeing you there, too. Thanks so much, Richard. Take care. Bye now.